All right, welcome back to the Baron of Beverage. I'm here, uh, great pleasure to be here today with uh, Pat Piles, who is an uh, avid whiskey collector for 40 years? 40 years, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing just because uh, as we were talking tonight, you were like, yeah, I got that one about 30 years ago, and it didn't. It sounded like your old friend, so it didn't sound like, uh, you know, you, you're a rookie at this for sure. That's correct. And how many how many single malts do you have here in your collection? Do you have you counted? In, in this collection, there are over two hundred different iterations of single malt Scotch whiskey. There are also uh, some sing, uh, some sorry single malt Scotch whiskey. Yes. There are also some single malt whiskeys, which are single malt whiskeys from a different area than Scotland. Right. So count. say like uh, J- Japan or yeah. right. Well, Japan, India, mm-hmm. um, pretty much anywhere where the British Empire was in place, they mm-hmm. make a single malt whiskey that's just similar to scotch. Wonderful. Um, so, 200, 200 plus scotch whiskey and then others as well. Right. And, I, I mean, I, you know, we, we've talked before, I have, I have a large wine cellar and some people ask me how I accumulated my cellar and I say, well, the simple answer is I buy more than I drink. And clearly that's what you do too. But there's I, I but there's a mindset to what you've done because you've got a, a wide array. Even though, um, well, we're drinking right now. We're having the uh, Kalila, right? Correct. Uh, and uh, and I know you gravitate more to those uh, Ile to the Isla Scotch. Yeah, the yes, Isla. I do. And um, but you but some some people would be like, well, that's my wheelhouse and that's all they have. But you have the whole breadth. So you're very passionate about it. I do. As I've said to you on, mm-hmm. on many occasions, there's only one really bad single malt scotch. <laughs> In your opinion, right. In, In your opinion, opinion it's, the, it's the McAllen. That's the no, one. No, no, that, no, no. It's the Lock Oh, no, Dew. that's right. You said the McAllen's got great marketing. The, yeah. It's the, uh, La- the Lock Dew. Lock Dew, the black, black whiskey. It's a black whiskey. And it is, which we're not going to taste today. It is undrinkable. And yet, people come and drink it because they, they want to try and prove you wrong. As soon as I say it's undrinkable, everybody goes, well, i got to try that. Right? Right. <laughs> no. Um, so, this this is a classic that a lot of people don't know about, you know. Kalila? Kalila yes. is from Isle. Um, it is uh, one of the lesser sung um, uh, producers on Isla. But um, it is it, it, the, the people who... Um, make this whiskey. They really know what they're doing. They they have a care, and they have an attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just it, it's a little more elegant than most Isle scotches are. Um, and and they just pay attention to detail. And it, it, it's a it's a wonderful thing that they do. It's got all these the great elements that you want from this region of uh, Scottish whiskey. It's, it's, it's got, got, and and, and that, when you say this region, one of the, one of the, uh, not one of, there are many things that make this region special. One is the peat, right. which is the most powerful peat on the island or on the uh, uh, nation of Scotland. Um, uh, and then there is the, uh, the sea around them is one of the right. most storm-tossed, um, powerful seas around. And, the scotch gets a lot of its flavor from the ambient air around the cask as it's being laid down. And all of the uh, uh, Islet producers, um, their bonded warehouses where they keep their scotch, they're all on the coast. So they pick up all of this seaweed right. and this iodine mm-hmm. and, and all of this flavorful stuff that yeah. just comes in to the cask from, uh, uh, from outside. 
And it's just a wonder. It, it, it really, I mean, it, it is a wonder that you can pack this much flavor into, uh, into a glass, one, into a glass yeah. of scotch. It, it's amazing. It, it's, it, it, and the thing you said earlier, it's elegant. And that's one of the things I like. There's nothing overpowering at any notes of this. You get the peat. Mm-hmm. You get the kind of iodininess and the salty right. brininess, all the things you were talking about from the sea. And they're really well balanced. Right. Um, that's what makes this a beautiful single malt, to my mind. Yes. Um, is is the balance. Yes. On on Isla, this these guys have the balance. Um, the uh, Lafroig is is uh, they're not going for the balance. That's not what they're. That's not what their signature for. is, right? That's what not what their signature is. Lafroig is a wonderful Scotch, mm-hmm. but this is not what they're aiming for. Um, Lagavulin again, um, a little bit more uh, complex than uh, than Lafroig, but again, not what they're angling for. Kalila is not what they're angling for. It's not right. their, uh, it's not their drive. It's not what they want to produce. Um, Bruclati, similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruclati was uh, uh, Bruclati was just bought by a conglomerate, so we don't know what's going to happen with it. It was bought by two brothers. Uh, I guess about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not exactly sure when. But when they bought it, they really did a whole bunch of stuff that was really nice. Right. But now they've sold out to a conglomerate, so we don't know what's going to go on there. But some of the stuff that they've done, Bucati, is on par with... Um, with, with, uh, with into Kalila. your mind, with Kalila. With right. Kalila, yes. Right. And um, I, I, the other thing I was going to say is, uh, well, we're in Annapolis, which is clearly a sea town, and right. Naval Academy's here. One of the things I've always thought about the uh, Isla whiskeys is they have that kind of naval thing because of all those things for the oh, sea absolutely. it's in. And I feel that um, there are a lot of people who are certainly in, in the Mariner or Marine type business, they gravitate towards these. It's almost because that's a part of what they, when they were out, that becomes part of something that's they identify, their character, their culture. And so they gravitate into this area. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I'm looking, that's maybe only 20% of your whole collection. That's probably 20% of the whole yeah. collection. Yeah. So, um, okay. If you th- but there if, are, it's a small island. Right. They, it, it, has, it has nine distilleries on it. So you really can't, as I was saying before, you can't swing a cat right. anywhere on the island without hitting a hitting distillery. distillery. But it's a very small island. But sure. it has nine distilleries on it. But sure. however... You know the Highlands; they have over a hundred and forty distilleries. You know, and and the Lowlands don't have so. So, but what I was going to get to with my question, Pat, is all right. So, outside of that area, what are some of your favorites, and why do you like them? Because clearly, I'm looking, and there are a lot of empty, not empty, but you know, not bottles that you just took a sip out of there. So you clearly have enjoyed them and or shared them. We have. So what are some of the others that you say, you know what? This isn't, say, my favorite or the one I go to the most, but when I'm looking to change things up, I like this one and I like it. Why? Well, um, to, to go back to the island thing, um, the Highland Scotches, mm-hmm. is the Highlands are a, uh, a legal definition of a geographical area. And that is a latitudinal line. And if you're above that line, it doesn't matter if you're on the mainland of Scotland or, or if island. you're on an island, yeah. you're highland. So some of the highland scotches that I like um, are, are uh, uh, the Lechig 
mm-hmm. um, and uh, especially Highland Park. Highland Park, well, and way up north. They're Highland Scotches, mm-hmm. but they're Island Scotches. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Highland Park is from the Orkney, right? And um, with uh, with uh, Scapa up there, right? Scapa is up there as well, and um, the uh, Lechig is from the Isle of Mull. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lechig is made in uh, uh, the distillery of Toberoi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I really really like those, but there are some other um, Highland Scotches that I really like. The one behind me here, uh, Mortlock, Mortlock, which is actually. One of the very first scotches, single malt scotches that I ever tried mm. at the Dubliner in in, um, uh, in in Washington D.C. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, and this when I was this is when I was first discovering single malt scotches. Um, I was drinking J and B, and didn't really know anything about single malt scotches at the time. And I was at the Dubliner, and one of the bartenders who knew me just handed me this and said, "You know, here's a you know here's a shot." And I, it was Mortlock, and I took it, and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is so much better than J&B Scotch. So I, th- that was part of my start. So that was like kind of like your, your uh, that was your cherry being popped, so to speak, in exactly. single malts. Yes, it was. Um, and, 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 it's, and, and so you go back to that. That's a, something I, that turned around. It, it was very difficult to find for a while, mm-hmm. um, but they've just put out a. Uh, uh, they put out this iteration that you see here. Um, they put. They've just put this out. Um, more often than not, you would find this as a blended scotch, right? Um, but meaning in a blend, in a in blend, a blended yes, scotch, rather than being sold by. Itself. And that and that's something I th- don't think a lot of people realize is even though there are hundreds of distilleries in Scotland, many of them. <laughs> Are just bought and run uh, by these, you know, major companies that are feeding into blends. Well, many of them are owned by conglomerates. Right. Yes. I mean, Diageo right. is the Home Depot of uh, of liquor <laughs> companies, um, and they own tons of uh, uh, t- tons of Scotch distilleries. However, there's not a ton of Scotch distilleries that only sell to uh, bl- you know their product to blends. Or to merchant bottlers. Right. Um, uh, most, uh, well, I would say 70, 75% of the distilleries um, produce their own stuff. Yep. And then they also sell to the uh, the, the companies that make the blended scotch. And right. they also sell to the companies that are uh, m- uh, merchants bottling that are going to just bottle their stuff under their name. Excellent. So. What, where do you see going from here? Uh, you you've obviously been doing this for forty years, and in the last ten years, whiskey has exploded in our country in terms of well, it's fifteen interest. It's, it's fifteen years, and 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 it was it, honestly it was it, it was uh, it's a mixed blessing. Mm-hmm. It was uh, quite disheartening to see uh, scotches disappear from the liquor stores mm-hmm. um, to the point where the distillers would buy them back. And then they would leave them off the market for four or five months, and they would come back on the market, and they would be $50 more expensive. Um, that was quite disheartening to, to see. However, um, the fact that uh, a wider array of people uh, are now enjoying the uh, uh, what I sometimes call primal scots, because there is blended scots, there is right. blended malt scots. Right. And, I mean, primal scotch is single malt scotch. There is a wider array of people who are enjoying it, and 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 that's a positive thing, mm-hmm. e- even though it cost me 
more money to to uh, to fund my <laughs> to hobby fund now. your hobby. Um, now, but do you find that you are enjoying uh, a lot of the new iterations that that some of these distilleries are putting out that they didn't before? You no, know, you know, absolutely. The level of talent. I mean, I I, I sometimes um, uh, compare it to the level of talent that's coming out of uh, the the new the young people who are coming. The new young vintners in mm-hmm. California, yeah, and the new young vintners in um, Argentina mm-hmm. uh, and Spain and Italy. You know, Italy for years was a pariah because they had no standards whatsoever. Now they have standards, but they also have uh, vintners who, who who know what they're doing. They're young people. They're passionate about what they do, and and they're producing some really really good stuff. The same thing is happening in Scotch. It's also happening in bourbon. It's happening in rye, um, uh, and 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 I think this is this is a really good thing. The only thing that I see bad here is the fact that the, <laughs> the price know, is going up. The, the prices are really, but, especially for actually for rye. The prices are you can't rye, buy a yeah. bottle of rye for. I mean, you can buy a bottle of Scotch for twenty five dollars. Right. You can't buy a bottle of rye for twenty five dollars. Yeah, it's it's that's um, tough, but. But you 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 like it. It's a kind of exciting time. It's Even exciting if the dollar really point is. has gone yeah. up, there's a, a lot of different things to there's try. There's a lot of different there. things, and there's a wide uh, there's a much wider variety of things yeah. that um, are available to you. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, they are available to me because <laughs> I get an email from. And anytime anything hits the United States, I get an email. Um, uh, because they know I'll buy it. Well, and you've and maybe you've built up that rapport, yeah. and that's and, uh, that's the that's probably the other way you're able to build your collection is the relationships you've built with yes. uh, people, with with people, with producers, with, mm-hmm. with, with well, not so much with producers because I don't really deal with distilleries right. at all. Right. But the guys, the wholesalers, and, yeah. and and individual liquor stores, especially in Chicago. Uh, Benny's in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and uh, which is a, a a wonderland of Scotch. Um, they're a wonderland of other kinds of whiskey <laughs> too. But I mean, they're a real wonderland of Scotch. When you walk down the aisle, um, uh, you, I, I built some relationships with those people. So anytime something comes to the United States, I get I get an email, and, and that's great, and, uh, um, and then I can buy it. And now it can be shipped to Maryland, which is nice. Yeah. Um, be, you know, before we had the. Find we, find a way to get it here. Well, That's it, all we it, were gonna it, say. <laughs> a funny thing, um, I I run a business, and so I uh, uh, there was a, a a vintner who was selling uh, wines, and they would put your labels on. You could put whatever label you want. So I wanted Ready Building Services, which is my company, uh, on the labels, and so I ordered two cases of, of of wine from California, and they couldn't ship it here. So I had it shipped to a very good friend of mine. Uh, and a mentor of mine, a, a man that I vastly admire, uh, uh, he's dead now, but I, I, I admired him, uh, still admired him. Um, but I had it shipped to his address, and I neglected to tell him that I had it shipped to his address. <laughs> so his it was near Christmas, because I was going to give these as Christmas presents to my subcontractors and suppliers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, his wife called me up, and she said, Pat. This was so nice of you to send these two cases of wine to us. <laughs> and it was on the tip of my tongue to say, no, no, they weren't for you. They're for me. But they had been, these people had been so good to me and so instrumental in my success. I just said, Merry Christmas. 
and and uh, because they were in Washington D.C. Yeah, that's why I could send it. To right. Them. Well, that that's, um, that and, was the way for years there. until recently. So, <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, that's a, just a, uh, and but, I don't begrudge them having those two bottles, those, those two, two cases, cases of wine, because they are very very nice people. Oh, that's good. That, that that's a shipping mishap story from the past. Uh, Pat, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I look forward to Thank tasting you. again with you. All right. Before cheers. Before seeing you again, too. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>